listening to We Watch Movies. I'm Ava. I'm Jenna. And we watch movies. So this week, um, we watched Free Guy. Um, it's not like we watched something last week. We kind of did, but then we didn't. We've been really bad at posting. But this week we watched Free Guy. And I promise it, this is, we'll make we'll make it worth your while. Um, so actually, I saw Free Guy like three weeks or not three weeks ago, three times in theaters. Um, and Jenna just saw Free Guy once for my birthday, which is why we didn't post last week because um, it was my birthday and I didn't want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Free. <laughs> Thank you, Jenna, for your um, celebratory noises. Um, anyways, so, <laughs> Free Guy is basically, it's about this game NPC character who becomes self-aware and comes to life and falls in love with one of the game's creators, and, and the, the game's creator is, like, trying to sue the distributor because they stole her code, um, and they have to go on a bunch of wacky antics and everything, um, the cast is amazing cast, by the way. It's uh, Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, um, Taika Waititi, Joe Keery, and Jack Septiceye. You know, just like all the <laughs> all the greatest actors that you could ever want in <laughs> in um, one cast. So that's fun. <laughs> um, no, there were this 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 um, movie had a lot of cameos from different actors. Um, and different, like, influencers slash, like, gamers on YouTube and stuff. Like, they also had Pokimane and DanTDM and stuff. And then they had, um, they had a Chris Evans cameo, which was personally my favorite part of the movie. Oh my um, god. <laughs> but anyway, that aside, um, Jenna, what are your initial reactions? You know, I really wasn't sure what I was going to think because I trusted you and you really liked this movie. So I was like, okay, I'm probably going to like it. But I also just like, I was I didn't really know that much about the movie because I just didn't know that much about it. I didn't pay attention to it when it came out because I haven't been going to the theaters. But I really liked it. I thought it was actually really fun and I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. And I can see why you've seen it three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, I saw it three times because my mom really liked it the first time, and then she wanted to see it again, and I was like, okay, and so we saw it again, and then I was like, you know what, this would be really fun to see with friends, because I was picking a movie for my birthday, um, and I thought that this would be really fun, even though some of our friends didn't like it, which, um, you know who you are if you're listening what? right now. Yeah, um... <laughs> But anyways, I thought this movie was, like, surprisingly clever. Like, I saw the trailers before I first saw it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I'm going to see it, because, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um, and then I saw it, and I liked it more than I expected to, kind of like you said. Um, and I thought that just, like, not just the... Not, not just, like, the story... And, like, the idea behind it. But just, like, even just watching the backgrounds. Like, like I said, I've seen this movie three times. And when you're in the movie theater watching it three times, you see things in the background a lot. And every time I went, I picked up on new things in the background. Like, they were in details that, like, were really funny and, and amazing. Like, they would have... You know how when you're playing a video game and sometimes you want to get somewhere faster and the sprinting isn't really cutting it, so you'll start jumping while you're sprinting? Um, they had a character playing one of the, the player characters in the background. They had an extra doing that, like, run, jump, jump, run, run, jump kind of thing. It was really funny. And then they had, like, some of their store names. Like, there was one that was, like, it was for, I think, it was, like, the bank or something. I don't know. But it said, your loan is already approved. This store is a scam. And that was their, their store for, like, window sign. And it was like these really funny details just in the background, and it, and it's just it. I appreciated, I appreciated all the effort that just went into the background and the extras and everything. Like everything was thought out, and everything was deliberate, and it was amazing. 
I agree because just based off of like the basic like concept they had, it definitely could have gone into like I guess cringe territory. Mm-hmm. But it it kind of knew, it knew what it was doing, and even when it did do some things that like in a weaker movie definitely could have come off the wrong way. I think it was self-aware enough to know that it was doing it, but also put it in at times where it like made sense and didn't affect the movie in a negative way. It just, it fit for the tone and just the narrative itself. Yeah, it's like the things that would have been cringe for like some normal person to do or something like like when a gamer does one of those things that's cringe to like other people when they did it in this movie it was deliberate and it was self-aware and it was ironic which is why it was funny if they do it if they did it unironically it would have been cringe um and then you know like you have Taika Waititi's character he played Antoine and his entire character was like cringe and it was supposed to be cringe so that's what kept the movie from being cringe like when a movie makes something cringy and it's not supposed to be cringy, that's when it, the actual movie becomes cringy, you know? Um, but no, I totally agree. I think that this this movie was... It, it, it did a really good job of balancing that um, and playing off of the cringe to its advantage. And to go back again on what you were saying about all the small details i definitely appreciate that because it definitely felt like people like put time and effort into thinking about okay we're making a movie that has a lot to do about video games so they just went beyond like the normal things that we always see like people talking about when they talk about gaming and like it just it felt more sincere than just like let's put in like all the Fortnite references because that'll get people in the theater. Like, no, they didn't do that. So I, I definitely appreciated that as well. Yeah, it, it like it didn't feel like a cash grab or anything. Even with all of the um all the what is it called? Cameos and everything. I mean there there was a lot in there that was probably some degree of fan service. I'll like I'll say that. But it did it, it, it knew what it was doing about it and it was like like there were there were they they brought in influencers and everything well not like influencers I guess they're just like gaming creators and everything um and and, and all this stuff and like the other actors from other shows like like they had um Chris Evans in that one bit and it was really it just made it feel more developed i guess it it felt because it was also like hey we're in this real world this is how real people behave this is something that real people do and i like it when movies acknowledge stuff like that like when movies acknowledge i mean i mean not not so much like when they break the fourth wall but i mean i know this one kind of did but like like when movies are acknowledging the fact that like People who play video games and stream them on the internet is, like, a job now. There are a bunch of people who do it and they make, like, real money off of it. Like, there's always, like, oh, I'm a journalist. Oh, I'm a doctor. (laughs) And, like, it's, like, the most basic jobs that, like, end up actually being shown. And they're not, like, the most played up jobs in the actual media. Which is, I I don't know, I I feel, I, I kind of appreciated that, I guess. Yeah, like, I I can forgive the fan service in this movie because it, like, with a movie like this, it was definitely warranted, and if anything, like, it paid off, and, like, the Chris Evans cameo, while, like, in some other movies, that might be, like, very, like, oh, like, okay, yes, you did that, but in this one, it was, like, I think one of the most iconic parts of the film, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I just don't think that whole bit would have been as memorable if they didn't do that. So I definitely think the cameos and the fan service that they did put in was definitely warranted and helped make this movie stand apart from other movies that you could also kind of be similar to. Yeah, and I remember... When we were leaving, one of our friends was like, I can only imagine how much this movie costs in royalties. But it's like, it's Disney. Disney owns it. It's like, Disney owns that, and Disney owns Marvel, and Disney owns uh, Star Wars. So I feel like they didn't need to pay anything. 
I feel like they're just they're just the the cash cow of the world, and they have all the cash cows. No, they're the cash farm, and they have all the cash cows, and they can milk those cash cows whenever they want. <laughs> um. But yeah, in terms of like the actual storyline, I also thought that was really clever. It gave me a lot of like philosophical questions of morality and stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, th there were some interesting philosophical takes you could have with this movie. Like, because the whole thing was they developed an AI engine for their game where you watch video game characters interact and um, evolve, basically. And basically what happened was that AI engine was stolen, or, well, it was bought, but then it was stolen, kind of, and repurposed into a shooter game, and one of the NPCs got their AI activated. That's our main character, that's Guy. Um, or Blue Shirt Guy, as he'll become to know. <laughs> um, uh, I think I... I'm sorry, I just glitched. Uh, <laughs> as he would co come to be known as... I don't know. It's a phrase that exists. Um, anyways, so he becomes self-aware because basically alive. He becomes living and falls in love with this girl who created him. And she's like kind of got the feels for him too. And that just like posed a whole slew of questions for me because I was like, okay, because this, this this game was then released to the world with him being just as real, but also this entire town being, or not town, city being real. And all these video games being able to interact and have like real life relationships with regular humans, right? Um, so like, what's to stop them from falling in love with the real humans and the real humans falling in love with them? And if that happened, would like, what's to stop laws from being passed to say that you can marry an AI? What's to stop people from like building families with AI? I'm just confused right now. And then you can't like, how could you build a real relationship with a game, right? And then like delete the game. Or something. I know it's an internet game, so you don't really delete it. But, like, I'm just, like, how, how, I mean, they're real, right? Like, would you think that, would you say, if you were in this world, that guy is real? Let's just start there. Well, I mean, even if he wasn't, like, a fully realized AI who actually, like, became a little more self-aware than normal, he would still be real. Just not in the sense of... The free will that we as humans tend to think we have. So I don't think it's necessarily a question of is he real or not. Okay, so what is the difference between if Guy had just like decided to propose to Millie and Millie said yes, what is the difference between that and like all of the couples on 90 Day Fiance that meet online in different countries and get engaged over the phone? thinking <laughs> about different things so i mean the robot revolution is coming and if they can make self-actualizing ai then they could probably put that ai in a robotic body so like they could they could extract guy from the game and put him in a robot i mean he is lines of code and then I'm sure and, there's a flash drive big enough for him. <laughs> and then he could and then he could actually be <laughs> He could actually steal Millie from Key. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes it's you, your partner, and your flash drive boyfriend, Dave. <laughs> no, but like I remember when I was little and I had the Sims. I was way too attached to the sims i was attached to my sims and they weren't ai or anything so i'm just thinking if i were a kid <laughs> and i had the ability to go onto a game and make actual friendships with video game characters i would get way too attached <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, that is a bit of a concern. I didn't really think of that. But you know, one could argue that we already do that. It's just kind of a one-way relationship. <laughs> I mean, so true. <laughs> Like, it would be interesting to see if that relationship could then be reciprocated in any capacity. But oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't know. I th there's like, okay, there's this uh, thing that kind of posed the same questions for me was there's this thing that people can create. It's like a, it's like a mental thing. People call it a tulpa. I don't know too much about it, but like apparently... It's like a being that you can conjure up in your mind, like an imaginary friend. That's like, it becomes real and starts taking on its own like personality and you like interact with it and you see it in your real world and stuff. It's like, it's weird. You're supposed to like meditate on it and then it just like becomes a thing. I don't know. And when I first heard about it, I was like, oh my God, that'd be super cool. Like you could become best friends with your, your imaginary friend or whatever and they'll feel like real. And then I was like, and then I, I like looked up how you, how you get rid of them and you would like need to send them into a white light through your brain. And I was like, so you literally murder them. And I was like, I could never make one of these because if I ever had to go live my life and I was their only inter like I was their only interaction with the real world was me. Right. I would never want to kill them. <laughs> And I would cause too many problems for myself if I created one of these entities, right? And I feel like I would have I would have fallen down a similar issue if this game existed in real life for me. <laughs> I feel like that's a like a movie idea, the Tulpa and I. Yeah. That would be a cool movie. I I <sighs> I don't know. I just I would feel bad for the Tulpa, man. They like and then when they if they if they're like interacting with you and you're annoyed and you want them to go away, you like lock them in in their bedroom in your mind. And you like lock them up. It's like weird and I feel bad and I would never want to have this creature that exists against its will to be my friend. <laughs> Um, I'd have to make another Tulpa so they could be friends. <laughs> oh god. Just the vicious cycle of Tulpas. <laughs> but, like, it's the same thing with this game, right? Like, I don't know how she can just be like, okay, bye, guy. Like, I mean, he is. I think, I thought that he was more attractive than Keys. And, I mean, she was already kind of with Guy. So like they should they they could stay in the relationship instead of her dumping him for keys. <laughs> and they just put him in the robot body. <laughs> Problem solved, Robot Reynolds. <laughs> Robo Reynolds. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then like I don't know, it just I don't know, it just poses a lot of philosophical Speaking. questions for me. And that's not even getting getting into like fate and free will, determinism, all that fun stuff. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I mean, she literally was like his god. That was kind of an abuse of power on her part, you know. But like, will will guy ever love again after her? I don't know. I hope so. I hope he can find a nice um, pixel woman. <laughs> but he didn't like anybody else in Free City. You know what they should do? They should, um, they should program a, a Millie for him. No, okay, okay. If you want to talk about ethical, like, <laughs> philosophy and all that stuff, I think that takes it a bit far, Ava. No, but they programmed him to basically be the keys, right? He, they programmed him to be in love with Millie. So they could program another character to be like Millie. <laughs> So that he doesn't have to be love lord. That was his whole thing. His whole character was that he could never be with the woman that he loved. Just 
he needs to go live his life alone forever and he's gotta live forever because he's pixels which would be another thing like you you become friends with these video game characters and they don't age but you do that'd be kind of awkward <laughs> well i mean unless that's part of their programming now that they age <gasps> but do they die <laughs> I mean, they could probably, like, simulate dying, and then their code would start over again. There's so many questions. <laughs> and I don't even know how any of this coding stuff works. I don't understand but they, like, AI they wake that up, well. They, they respawn. They have respawning. <gasps> respawn. I don't... <laughs> hey guys, this has turned into um, a philosophical chat about a game that involves Channing Tatum doing um, Fortnite dances. Not even a game, a movie, I meant. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that's where we stand now with this podcast. Um, after 50 episodes, that's the kind of conversations that come out of us. Um, so as a little segue, I think it's time that Jenna, dazzle us with your thoughts on the soundtrack. Uh, okay. So, I enjoyed the original soundtrack. I thought it fit the tone of the movie and kind of had, like, your regular, like, hero staple things. It, I don't want to call it generic, but it also wasn't, like, a standout to me, but... I actually really enjoyed the licensed music. I think it's licensed. Music that was not made mm -hmm. originally for this movie. Like, the different, like, uh, I think it was Mariah Carey was the oh, yeah. artist they used a lot in the movie or mm -hmm. reference to. And, like, the, like, you gotta make your own music song. Like, I actually really enjoyed those because it just, it just fit the movie really well. And just, it was... Like, it was just a quirk of this movie that fit. And I just, I don't know, just the scene where, like, they're on the motorcycle and they're going out the window and the song comes on, just, I don't know. I think it was an interesting motif that kept showing up, and I was like, oh, this is pleasant. I'm actually not mad about this. Yeah, and it, like, connected to her character, too. It was, like, a specific character trait that she had, which I like it when... Um, people write characters to have like specific quirks that are unique to them because if they don't they don't really feel like a person but I feel like that was a really creative little quirk that she's always humming that one song and then they used it to like build up the entire story and that's like the soundtrack of Guy's life which kind of mirrored the whole way that he was programmed to love things about her like that um and also, not to mention the quirk about her liking bubblegum ice cream, I now want to try bubblegum ice cream really bad, and I don't know where to get any, so if anybody knows where I can locate some bubblegum ice cream, <laughs> let me know. Just friendlies make some. If I find bubblegum ice cream, I'm gonna buy it, and then we should do a video eating it. Oh my god, that's just the whole video. Bubblegum ice cream mukbang. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. It's like mukbang, actually, or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't pronounce things. I think we've established that. Um, and yeah, but I I do agree about the the licensed music being really helpful. They they did put in the the wrecking ball part too. I I I think that was that was funny. It was funny. I don't know how much it like actually added besides humor, but it was it was funny. Um, it was very brief though. <laughs> Honestly, I thought the Wrecking Ball thing was kind of funny. Just, yeah. I, I don't know what that says about me, but... Um... So, so... Jenna. What did you... Who was like... Okay, tell me, tell me what your favorite character was. Who was your favorite character and why? This isn't my favorite character, but I really like the barista and also the one, like, female NPC who, like, the guy was like, you know, you could do so much better than him. And then she- The bombshell? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the, the bombshell memoir about- Anyway, that was really fun, but, uh... <laughs> I don't know, I actually liked all of the characters. I don't know if I can pick a favorite. 
My sister got mad at me for recognizing the woman who plays the barista because I recognize a lot of people when I watch movies, just like random extras. And I was like, oh my gosh, Emmy, the girl who plays the barista in Free Guy played a supervillain in The Flash that appeared for like three different episodes in like a couple different seasons and the beginning of the show. And she was like, Ava, stop. What? You... You know, I think you have a superpower. I know, I do have a superpower. I'm really proud of it. I just can't remember names. I can remember faces. I just know I recognize them. I don't know where from, though, and then I have to Google it. Except I did know that one because I had just watched that season. Um, hmm. I'll rewatch that season. But, but anyways, I don't know. I like... I can't say that I liked... Antoine as my favorite character or anything, but I thought he was really funny. Um, when I first heard that Taika Waititi was in this, I thought that he was like a director or something, but I guess he was just an actor, which is interesting because I didn't know that he actually just acted. I thought that I thought that he did. I thought that he acted in the movies that he directed. Um, so that was cool. I really I really like Taika Waititi. He's like really funny. I, I I thought that I, I wouldn't have put it past him to have directed this movie because his movies are great. Um, and I guess I kind of got some sort of Ragnarok vibes. Um, but even as not... I know Hibmora is not of an actor, but in both acting and directing and stuff, he's very talented. Um, I... I don't know. I think I think Guy was probably my favorite character, though. I gotta I gotta say it. I gotta say it. Guy was my favorite. I did like Guy. There you go. Free Guy had a successful protagonist. Um, like he had um main character energy and everything, but like not in an annoying way. Um, yeah, I appreciated that. I really like how, like, a girl told him, like, you know, like, try, like, doing some good. And then he was, like, a dog with a boat with it. He was like, I will do good. Like, no man has ever done before. And he just <laughs> ran with it. And I just, I don't know. Like, you know, that's a good guy right there. No. That's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um... I do, I do like, um, I, I, I think that, I, I think that just, he grew and changed more than most protagonists do, and I really hate static characters, so I really, I really liked that about him, because, like, his whole, his whole character arc is that he literally comes to life, like, he changes from an NPC running a daily loop to, like, an actual character or an actual human being who has like complex emotions and understands reality and stuff. So I mean, obviously he's going to change a lot, but just like the the amount that he matured and just like came into his own and everything. Like that's that's everything that every protagonist wants to be. It's just him. He's like the ult ultimate protagonist. Yeah, and I just really like stories where, like, the main character or just a character in general just lives this, like, normal life, like, and just, they're just trapped in this circle that has become their life. And while it's maybe not a harrowing experience, it's also not a fulfilling one. And I just like those stories where something or someone, like, rips them out of it and they have to kind of adjust to the new life and just come alive, like you said. So I thought they did that story aspect well and I appreciated it. Yeah, I I, I do I do um yeah I, I, I do gotta get I, I ugh, oh my god I don't know what I'm saying. I can't speak words right now. It's been a long week. Um <laughs> but yeah I give them a lot of credit for the way that they developed his character. Um I liked Millie and Keys. I did think that they were a little bit basic. Um I mean, especially kind of Millie, like, she was just supposed to be a likable female character, so they just made her a likable female character. Um, 
I thought I thought that the angle of Keys having designed a character to reflect his own love for Millie, like the fact that oh, this character is a love letter to you. Um, that I I did like that idea, but I'm all I'm all I I'm I'm a sucker for like the romance stuff. I know that I have um a friend who told me the one thing that she didn't like about this movie after my party was um that the romance didn't feel didn't didn't she wasn't comfy with the romance um but i like romance so i thought it was cute um but i think i think keys can do better than somebody who wanted a, a video game character over him <laughs> on the topic of the romance the scene where they kiss I was sitting between two people, and throughout the whole movie, they would whisper things to me, but they kept whispering, like, the same thing without, like, consulting with each other. So literally, the, dur during the scene where they kissed, one of them turned to me and was like, yes, they found a button, and the other person sitting next to me did the same thing. And they kept doing that throughout the whole movie. It was really weird. Yeah, no, I thought that scene was really funny. Um... But also, part of me is amused by just, like, thinking that literally Guy was literally Keys, but hotter and dumber. <laughs> and, and she she was like, ah, yes, Guy. <laughs> oh, love. <laughs> and then, and then... When Keys was like, hey, do you want to go get coffee? She was like, I'm going to go back and talk to Guy. <laughs> and then Guy literally... Imagine that <laughs> your own competition is the man you made. And then Guy literally needed to be like, Millie, honey, I'm I'm a video game character. <laughs> go live life. Stop. <laughs> Somebody else likes you. I promise. Uh, yeah, that was funny. And then their other like friend coworker guy just like watching the whole thing like Finally. I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't like him at first, and but I don't understand why he was like he wasn't like oh Keys is my boy until after Keys got all fired and stuff. I guess um, he just wanted to keep his job. What? I mean, in this economy, I don't blame him if he wanted to keep his job. But literally, he went into the server room and Antoine grabs an axe and he goes, where are the servers? And he was like, oh, they're these ones. He should have just been Antoine's like, uh, he's like, Antoine has an axe. Like, what do you think he's going to do with that axe, honey? Like, just, just say, I don't know which ones. I don't know which On ones the flip are side. free city. Antoine had an axe. <laughs> but everybody you know, you knew that they were willing. there. I mean, he could have ran out of that room. And Antoine wouldn't have been able to kill him without everybody knowing that Antoine ran in there with him with an axe. So. I mean. Antoine's, Antoine's cringy but not stupid. That is true. I think they literally said that in the movie. Oh my gosh, you know what? Um, what I was thinking about of somebody who should have been in this movie but wasn't, but should have been. Who? Game theory. <gasps> You're Matt so Pat should have right. been in this movie. He should have been. He should have been like, oh, is blue shirt guy actually an AI or who is blue shirt guy and then it should have been like but that's just a theory a game theory and that would have been Missed such a great addition <laughs> you're right it would have fit it would have fit so well you're right I mean like they had like Dan TDM there which by the way he has not aged I watched him when I was little and he looks the same which is kind of jarring to me like it's ridiculous I, I remember I remember him in his little like lab thing. I don't remember what his villager's name was. I remember his dog made of bones was like grim or something and he used to do those like mod reviews or whatever. And I would watch the hecky out of those videos 
in like third grade or something and I be young <laughs> and i am now a senior in high school and he looks the same question mark what kind of witchcraft is this dan tdm what are what what is your skincare routine sir Do, doesn't he have like a kid now or something does he i have no idea i feel like he does i feel like he probably does if i'm wrong i'm wrong but like i feel like he does and he looks not the same not on the gamer lore ava he has he has not aged a day since third grade <laughs> My third grade, not his. I'm bullying him now. Um, but no, back to Matt Pat. Um, I'm salty that he wasn't in this because that would have been a perfect like insert. And then they could have done like Matt Pat could have done a theory on it. Um, for film theory in like his actual world. And and I feel like he would have been so excited to be in a movie like this. Like you don't. Oh my god, he would be so excited. That would have been so great. And he live streams too. He could have been doing a GT Live, playing Free City, when the whole thing went down. I mean, it would have been perfect. Why was Matt Pat not in this movie? You guys do better next time. Put Matt Pat in every movie. Okay, maybe not every movie. <laughs> it escalated a little bit there. Like every movie could have have like a intermission, but then it, the intermission is just a movie theory video <laughs> about the movie that you're watching. No, I think that Mad Patch just get a cameo in every movie. The Stanley of our time. <laughs> um, what did you find on Google, by the way? He had a son last year. I told you, he has a kid. I did not believe you. I just couldn't believe that it happened. Jenna, I was like nine when I watched him. No, this was like a decade ago, and he looks the same. That it, it's so that weird. So true. It's weird. It's it's, but like good for him, I guess. I, <laughs> I feel so old now, Ava. No, but like... Did, did you used to watch popular MMOs? Yes, I watched all of them. Did you follow their divorce? <laughs> what? Yeah, did you follow their divorce? No, I didn't know any of this happened. I fell off the wagon hard, Ava. Oh my god, no, I, I like... I didn't watch their videos for years, and then all of a sudden, my rep recommended it said we're breaking up, and I was like, "Hold on," because I don't unsubscribe from people like ever. I have weird subscriptions from like when I was when I first got YouTube ever, um, and they like divorced, and I think Jen is with some other guy now, and then and then Pat had like this th this messy toxic relationship moment after Jen and like all this stuff and I think they still make videos together which is kind of Ako Taco but like wow anyways it's weird this is so, a do you lot feel old yet? take in right now <laughs> um do you feel old yet <laughs> oh god I I feel my age like nothing ever right now. Have you seen a recent picture of Matt Pat's son? No, but I mean, I didn't really know that he had a son in the first place, and I never really watched any Matt Pat videos. He's like walking and stuff. <laughs> I think he's doing more than that, but he looks just like both of his parents. Which, I mean, that makes sense, because they're his parents, but still. Um, Good for him. <laughs> but, like, the... It's just, like... There's there's a nostalgia about the whole gamers stuff from when I was little, and I would just watch Minecraft gamers and stuff. Minecraft gamers and MatPat. Um, and, 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 like, th this movie did play on a lot of that nostalgia, I guess. 
And I, I bet it probably played on a lot of other people's nostalgia with um, the Mariah Carey and stuff. And then it had some some new stuff because it had like some, I think some Twitch streamers, which I'm pretty sure Twitch, it's been around for a while, but I don't remember it being quite as mainstream as it is right now, previously. Um, I could be completely wrong about that. I just know that people that I talked to didn't really talk about Twitch until semi-recently. Um... But like, I don't know. I think I think that uh, there is there is something so like to bring it back to the movie. There was something very new about this movie, and like original. But then like, it was it was very nostalgic in a lot of ways too, and it, it was very familiar. But it was also something that nobody had ever done before, which was like interesting. Yeah, I I can appreciate that sentiment, especially because like my younger days of like watching all of those like different YouTube channels and like playing all those different games are I mean comparatively they feel very far away but maybe they're not that far but I feel like this movie definitely kind of scratched that itch that I haven't felt in a while like oh yeah that that was something I used to be involved with and then kind of grew up more but I really enjoyed this movie and I it didn't kind of squander that feeling for me. It didn't make me feel like, oh, this is so silly and I don't like this anymore. But no, it, it, it seemed respectful almost in a way. Hmm. And then and then you had like the funny things like the, so so when the um Keys's friend, his like coworker, when they went in as the police officers and he went in as the bunny, that was really funny to me because that's something that I would do. <laughs> um, if, I, I don't know if you ever played on our friend's Minecraft server that he made during quarantine, but if you, if you had and you'd seen my skin, I literally, the skin I designed was basically a fruit fly. <laughs> oh. It was like, I don't know, I just tried to make the most, like, freaky creature ever, and then I put the elytra on, and then I looked like a fruit fly. He would not stop calling me a fruit fly, and I was like, okay. Fine, I'm a fruit fly. Um, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I, it's just like stuff like that is just stuff that like humans do, like real people would do in the games. And then like there wasn't much about, um, I don't know much about Fortnite. Like I played it a couple times. I played it once because my friend wanted me to play it. And I think there was a balloon thing that was supposed to make you jump higher. So I tried to use the balloon, and it launched me into the sky, and I didn't go down. <laughs> I just kept going up. <laughs> and um, then I think I died. <laughs> but, like... I don't know. It, it's just, like... I don't know where I'm really going with this. I, I think there was just, like, a very human touch about it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, did, like, as we went over, it didn't feel like a cash grab. It wasn't super cringy. It just felt like it felt like it was made by people who also kind of had the same appreciation that we do. Or we might have had at any point in our lives. And I was glad that it wasn't just something that people kind of made to make and make money. Also, can we talk about, um dude and the writing for his character with the fact that he was I thought that was I thought the way that they wrote him was really clever because like they were like oh he's half written so he's really stupid and then they literally had like the like the place where his lines would have been written in the code like TBD third thing here like that's stuff that real people would write like that's how that's how I mean that's how I write things when I don't know what I'm writing and 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 stuff like that and it was like that was really funny and, and i don't know i thought it was funny yeah and honestly the whole scene between him and guy at the end of the movie where clearly the writers were just like we're throwing everything into this and they had all the different like references with like lightsaber with the different avengers the weapons and all of that was just that was honestly I had so much fun with that say what you will about that part of the movie and also the people in the rows in front of us were kind of just going crazy at that part so it was just even better 
Yeah, there was, there was somebody who had a very loud laugh in our theater. Um, and anything that would happen that was like semi funny, you would just hear them in the distance go, <laughs> and it was like, I was yeah, like, wow, <laughs> I was like, wow, you're really amused by this, aren't you? Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know, it is a really funny movie. I highly recommend it to literally anybody, but like, particularly if you like any gaming stuff ever. Um, also, I'm kind of amused by the fact that on Google, Pokimane is listed above Taika Waititi and Joe Keery on the cast. And like way, way above the guy who played their friend. Like, oh, and way above Channing Tatum, by the way. Like, <laughs> but Wait, like. Who's Channing Tatum in this movie? He was the character that had the stash house. That was like the streamer guy who was like, Mom! Stop that was Channing Tatum? Well, not the, not the guy in the room, but his character yes, was. No. That, yeah, that, that was, was Channing Marty Tatum. from Gale. That was what? Marty from Gale. No further oh, comment. Oh, I that. I recognized him from somewhere. I don't know if I recognized him from Gale or from somewhere else. I know that I've been instructed been to in watch a few Gale. Other things too. So have but I. I I've I Um Oh, he was in a series of unfortunate events and Stranger Things yeah, and yeah, Jurassic yeah, World. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of things I would have re recognized him from. Um, but anyways, yeah, the fact that Pokimane is third on the cast list. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, and and the, also the fact that Jodie Comer's character is listed as Molotov Girl. Um, and just the picture of the guy who plays Dude. I mean... I'm just I'm just getting a whole lot of amusement from this um, this cast list on Google. Also, where is? Oh, there he is. Yeah, the buddies listed low. Um, I guess their friend was named Mouser. The guy who played the bombshell was her character was just beauty. Also, Alex Trebek. He was in this. Oh yeah, the Jeopardy. Yeah, I mean that whole that whole sequence. I mean, that that had so much room for a for a game theory. <laughs> I, I just completely gloss over the fact that Alex Trebek was like, was it was that CGI? I think it was. Um, well, I don't know when they filmed any part of this movie, so it could have. Oh uh, yeah, true. True. Because if they knew like a while back that they wanted to have like the little Jeopardy thing, they could have like reached out to the studio when they were recording and when he was alive. Like, can you just film this one segment where you're gonna ask this random question for our movie? True. Yeah. But I feel like it also might have been like a um. God, what's her name in Star Wars? They they CGI'd her face for like one of the Star Wars movies. Oh oh Leia, but yeah, the, what, what, the actress I can't think of her name. <clears throat> okay wait, hang on, hang on. Oh this like is... Carrie Fisher? Yes, what, thank what, you. Ah, uh, yeah, but like I feel like it was CGI. I, my gut is telling me that it was CGI. It kind of looked a little wonky, so I was like, mm. um. But yeah. Anyways, that aside, I think I think we talked basically about most of everything that we should have talked about. Do you think so? Do you have anything that we didn't cover? No. Oh, I wanted I to still say I can't find any bubblegum ice cream. <laughs> I wanted to say that I like I I don't know what award I would want this to win, but I feel like it would be a good candidate as of right now for um, VFX award, like mm. in like the Oscars or anything. I don't even know if it would be the Oscars, but I think because there were these scenes where they would like go in and out of being like live action and then into animated so it would look more like a video game and stuff, like with just the way that they would move and then like just the background and all. I thought it was very good at the VFX so I feel like if it would win any award it should be that one um now I, I think I've covered everything 
Yes. Um, anyways, guys, so this, I know that this, this, this episode is late because we skipped last week and we're late this week because we've been super busy, but it's also our 50th episode. Yay. Um, we're kind of calling this a season finale. Um, kind of, sort of. I don't really know if it's going to be like a season finale so much as we're just taking a hiatus for a little bit. Um... Because it's a very busy time for both of us and we're trying to get back into the swing of recording. Also, we're starting some other projects for you guys. And we're, we have a lot of things in the works right now. Whether it's for the channel or for outside of the channel. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a pause. Um, see what we're going to do with our lives. <laughs> and then we'll come back. Probably, if I were to guess probably before halloween because there's gonna be some sort of halloween movie we gotta cover um i don't know when before that that's also partially up to jenna because we haven't really discussed much about our hiatus yet but when we find out we'll let you know or we'll just come back and then you'll be like hey they're back um but yeah if you oh my god we're back <laughs> again um we also We'll probably try to get back into the swing of just making regular videos. Maybe even over the hiatus. I don't really know. We've been really bad about making videos lately. Um, especially me. I've been really bad about it because I was supposed to make especially like... Especially me. I don't remember the last time I made a video. I've been really busy, but I'll figure yeah. that out. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch our other videos that are on this channel, go ahead and subscribe. Um, like this video if you made it this far because you made it this far and we like that about you so you should like that about us um, <laughs> leave a comment down below to tell us what you thought of free guy um, if you're not listening on YouTube hi you can probably follow us on whatever platform you're on if you do want to check out our YouTube um, we're just WWM productions on YouTube um, <laughs> you can like, comment, and share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Everything really helps out the channel. Um, and it just makes us feel good inside. It really means a lot. And we love each and every one of you. So any interaction you give to us, we will greatly appreciate. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll see you when we come back, I guess. Um, Jenna, anything to add? Remember, people, we'll be back again someday, and in the meantime, you gotta make your own kind of music. And that's just a theory. A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye!